Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rambler Gambler Show. On last week's episode, I discussed the idea of things living, existing within our environment that are beyond uh, the human experience. In fact, the physical body experience. Um, because the human experience, you can find ways to tap into these other energy forms. And I just thought it was fitting to talk about um, this next topic, this topic I'm going to talk about today. just thought it was fitting, um, considering that I was talking about <clears throat> that sort of discussion on the last episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing feng shui, um, giving you an introduction, an idea of what it is, um, a simple way to understand it, <clears throat> and a simple way to apply it to your life and to enhance your life. So let's get into it. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. And when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll drink till I die. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, and I'm a long way from home. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if the moonshine don't kill me, I live till I die. So feng shui dates back thousands of years um, in ancient history to the Ham Yu people. Um, it originated in China. Uh, the word, the words feng shui, um, feng means wind and shui means water. And... Um, in, uh, I think, like, Western beliefs or modern beliefs of feng shui is that you you just uh, design your house or your, your living space to be as comfortable as possible for you. And that's very broad, but it's not totally incorrect. But... Um, the feng shui philosophy is a little bit more complex than that. And if you want feng shui to actually uh, benefit your life, it takes a wee bit more than just um, you know buying ornaments or, or plants uh, for your home. So uh, feng shui can actually mean wind, water. And... Um, like I said in the introduction, um, there's I believe that there's stuff that happens in people's lives that unless you tap into it or tune into it or reflect on stuff at some times in your life, you um, even now still it's hard to, for me to fully wrap my head around this, but feng shui changed my life. Um, 
I guess I'll give you a little insight into how, but when I was young, um, when I was a, a little boy, me and my brother used to sleep in the same bedroom. And then when he became a teenager, he moved into a, a, a different room. And then my mom told me I was allowed to paint my room any color I wanted and design it any way I wanted to design it. So I painted it this, um, this like bright gray color. And, uh, and I was, I thought Chinese, um, characters were really cool or Chinese calligraphy. Um, I always thought that was cool. Even when I was a young boy and I had no idea that I'd spend, uh, I'd spend uh, a lot of my adult life living here in China, but, um, it was only it was only a couple of years ago I realized that all over my walls were the were the characters Feng Shui. Wind and water was were the characters that were all, that I have all over that bedroom at home in Carrot Macross. Gontem Winacon. And um what's interesting is that a real um life changing uh event happened in January 2018 when I almost died and and I was in hospital for a couple of months and after like a month um I started reading stuff and I suppose I started just tapping into ways to make myself feel better whether that was meditation or just um the awareness that I'm not my thoughts and with the help of Eckhart Tolle and um Ram Dass, amongst other people, I sort of was tapping into these this idea that there's a, a way to to heal, there's a way to feel better, um, even within my struggle and my pain, and um, yeah, and then I I started changing my environment. I uh, I had I had people bringing me flowers and shit like I was dead. I hated it because I just watched flowers dying every day, and then um, and then yeah, I've I had friends who traveled. I forget where they traveled to. Um, I think they traveled to Nepal. Anyway, they came home and they gave me um, this huge blanket. And the blanket, um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, uh, all bright colors. It was a mix between like bright colors and warm, um, maroons and, uh, greens. And it was this huge big blanket. So I hadn't moved from this one position in this hospital bed for, about two months at this time, and uh, I put this blanket hovering over my bed so I couldn't see the roof anymore. I could just see all these colors, and that's what I was looking at for most of the day, and I just started feeling really, like, much better, and, uh, and yeah, I just started sort of connect, sort of 
trying to like connect with my environment a little bit more and I tried to stop seeing it for I mean there was a lot of sick people around me there was people in and out of my room who were sick and dying and screaming and smelling and puking and it was it was hard to have a positive um relationship with my environment but this um this big colorful blanket that I still have here today um it was the start of me realizing shit this this um change in color and how the sun was shining off it and how it was making me feel um was making me uh, just feel a lot better so um then i started uh i started sort of questioning why and um and then yeah i started learning about feng shui um connecting with my environment and uh I wouldn't say I got obsessed with it, but once I once I learned that lesson, I sort of just tried to use it to my advantage in any way possible, and I still do that today. So, um, yeah, um, I'd like to just share. I'm definitely not an expert uh, in feng shui. I uh, I do have a a Chinese name given to me by a feng shui master. I am far from a master. I just um, I just know the the simple concepts of feng shui and I've learned how to apply them to my life. So I'd like to share them here on the podcast. So like I said, um, the Western concept of feng shui is to uh, change your home decor uh, to make you feel better. Um, but feng shui is actually a method or a science of harnessing the environmental energies um, to enhance human life. So not just the energies within your home, but harnessing all the energies that live within your environment to enhance your life. And um, like I said before, it's it's uh, deeply rooted in ancient Chinese history that the Ham you people, um, they had this uh, philosophy or ideology about understanding the environment and understanding nature will make you understand um, your own energy better. Um, the idea that of how energy flows from the environment and how to uh, harmonize it within your environment so it's like again like like mentioned in the last podcast you sort of need to leave yourself open to the idea that there's energies around you that you're not necessarily in control of energies and vibrations that live within the planet that you're not necessarily in control of um the two major factors uh, of feng shui are alignment with the environment and um, the energies of the environment so I'm going to talk a little bit about both of those now um, so firstly the alignment with the environment so like the name suggests feng shui, wind, water you can actually take the name 
literally. Uh, it's not just a name given to the idea. You can actually take it literally um, because, and I'm sure some of you are aware of this, that, so wind, water, where do you feel most wind in the mountains and water around the sea um, or rivers, but but uh, particularly around like uh, the sea or the ocean. Do you ever feel like when you're around the sea or around the ocean, you are, you feel a bit different? Um, you notice people who live within those, those areas uh, close to water, they have something different. It's like, um, it's like they're tapping into a different type of, uh, different type of harmony. You know, they, they are, they, 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 um, act like more harmonious people. And, uh, I believe the water has a serious impact on that. And that's also the beliefs of, uh, of the Homu um, philosophers, and also um, mountains. So again, wind, water, being around water, being around uh, wind, particularly mountains. When you uh, walk mountains, climb mountains, are um, surrounded by mountains, again, it makes you feel uh, a different type of way. I've definitely felt that in my life, um, living in County Kerry, there were um, what most of the world would call hills, but you're, you're surrounded by quite mountainous areas. Um, whenever I travel, I tend to go <clears throat> somewhat close to water and just sort of chat, uh, tap into this. And the reason for this is that wherever there's mountains and water, there's a change in the Earth's contours. And uh, wherever there's a change in those contours, um, there's a change in the energy flows. And the, your environment creates these energy flows. And uh, <clears throat> whether you're around mountains or water, you can, you can be aware that your environment is constantly creating these energy flows. So yeah, um, connecting to your environment can really affect your life. Changing your environment can really affect your life in a positive way. And if you are within, or if you find yourself uh, stuck within a negative environment, that means that there's probably low energy. And an environment with low energy will um, just make you feel like, uh, feel like in a bad, like you're in a bad mood. Um, Things easily uh, trigger you, get you down, make you pissed off. And that's probably because, yeah, you're in a negative environment with low energy. So, yeah, that's the the first one. You, I, could, I could go into a lot more detail, but the first one is just alignment with the environment. Just understanding that um, in your environment creates energy flows and... If you connect with the environment in a positive way, you'll feel good. You'll feel good energy. Negative environments create low energy and 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 bad moods, amongst other things. Um, which leads me on to the second major uh, idea of feng shui, which is the energies of the environment 
like mentioned at the start, um, no items can fulfill this energy within the environment. Um, items can short-term uh, affect how your environment feels while you're in it, but um, ultimately having like a statue of a Buddha or plants, both of which I have right here beside me, they um, they can slightly add to the environment, but they cannot um, fulfill feng shui within, within your life. Um, and before I continue, just to be aware that as humans, we are vibrations. Um, I mean, vibration affects everything in our life. And I guess that's a topic for another, um, for another episode, but have the awareness that we are all vibration and how vibration around us affects everything within us. Um, the area that you're in can really affect how you're feeling. You will unintentionally, unconsciously pick up on the energies in the room. That's why sometimes you walk into certain places and you just don't feel very good. It's, uh, it's not always just your attitude towards the place. Sometimes it's the place, the energy that, that um, exists within that place, within that room or that building. Or um, outside, I believe sometimes um, when I'm walking, I've been to Auschwitz. I've, um, I remember feeling the energy in Auschwitz where uh, millions of people died. I've been to Cambodia, um, where millions of people died. Viet Vietnam, um, where millions of people died, all in which were horrific circum circumstances, and I just feel like I could feel the energy within those places, and it wasn't, um, and it just didn't feel very good. In contrast, when around mountains and water, the energy changes. Um, if you are around bad vibrations, but bad energy, um, and I don't know the science behind this, but if you think about how stress, um, like the science around stress affecting our bodies and um and making people sick very fucking sick and creating diseases and infections within us and that's just stress alone i believe that feng shui can uh feng shui is that idea like if you are around this bad energy you're stressed low energy um, low energy will create um, shitty moods, which in turn will create stress, which in turn will create illness. So yeah, I, just, I think feng shui is very important. It's not just the idea of changing your environment, it's the idea of being open to the um, 
environment that you're in and uh, just trying to have a connection with the environment. And if you're not near uh, wind, water, mountains, sea, um, you can still tap into this. Being anywhere in nature, um, you can tap into this idea of how nature makes you feel. And, uh, and then the one last thing I'm going to talk about, which sort of wraps it all up, is how you can apply this to your life. So I talked about the two main concepts, which is alignment with the environment and um, the awareness of energies within your environment. But if you, if you can learn a little bit about that, like alignment with the environment and um, the energies, you can approach your day-to-day -day life with uh, a specific intention or purpose. Um, not a wishy-washy intention or purpose, but you can, you can change the feng shui in your life or you can apply feng shui to your life rather and you can have an intention, whether that be within your career or within your family or within everything you do. If you create a positive environment, positive shit is going to happen on a regular basis in your life. Um, yeah, so there's, there's sort of feng shui in a nutshell for like a beginner. And like I said, I'm, I'm no expert, but, um, yeah, I moved from one city in China to another, um, Zhejiang province to Shanghai a couple of years ago. And, uh, I was living in the city center for a year. Um, that's two years ago now. And I mean, I was happy enough, but I remember just always being overwhelmed by the amount of people. And, um, and I just remember having this negative mantra, which was, I live in a concrete field. I live in a concrete field and I'd look out and I just see like, Buildings everywhere, cars beeping, people everywhere. Um, every time I stepped outside, I just felt that overwhelming, just vast amount of people and just didn't make me feel good. And uh, some people like the hustle and bustle of cities and I get it, I go into the city every weekend. I, I like I like the energy, it's good. But to live in that, that constant energy, um, it just wasn't for me. And if you do live in that constant energy, I think it, it would be a good idea to take breaks from it and connect with nature. So then I moved from the city, like an hour outside of the city, to this very rural uh, countryside area. Um, about 20 kilometers from Pudong International Airport. And when I look at my building, I just see some farmland and I see uh, these three connecting rivers. And when I was viewing the apartment, they told me that they, they, the agent explained what 
three connecting rivers means um, in feng shui. And it was interesting because I, I had read about it before, I'd listened to something before about it, and then I researched it. And yeah, when I look out on those three rivers, there's something cool. And sometimes I walk down to them or um, drive past them, and yeah, it's really cool. So three rivers are all connecting, and it's like the first thing I see when I look down my balcony. So uh, I definitely feel sort of like uh, good energy off the environment where I live right now. And I felt uh, an immediate change in my life when I moved out here. An immediate like calmness um, came over me. And uh, I just felt reconnected with nature and, and I just realized that my feng shui was good my my environment was good i was i came from a negative environment to a positive environment my mood changed um just by being around grassland and water mm. yeah there are there's two different school of thoughts when it comes to feng shui well i'm not i don't want to get into them because until you take these first steps and see um, positive changes in your life, you don't really need to um, go down like you don't you don't really need to like uh, study them. But if you're still listening and and you're interested, there are two different um, thoughts, two different schools. Say um, there's the Sanhu school of thought. Uh, Sanhu translates to three energies, um, and that's about like selecting the right location and um, living in the right location and how that will um, promote positive um, energy in your life. And then there's the Sanyuan, which is the three cycles, um, and that school of thought believes that. Um, Feng Shui happens in, uh, there's like cyclical changes in energy. Um, and it's not a continuous, constant, positive charge of energy that you live uh, around that like these changes in energy happen um, throughout the year. And... Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not um, sure which one I'm, I believe more in, but um, the right property, I suppose, is important. But I do feel like at certain times in the year, I feel like feng shui really helps center your thoughts and uh, and improve your life. But yeah, so just to sort of summarize feng shui and what i've been trying to get across here is that it's uh it's affected my life in a very positive way and if you feel like um experimenting with it and trying to apply it to your life you need to understand uh two different things and then wrap them up in a little bow of intention so the first thing is alignment with the environment 
So understanding that anywhere um, in nature, as, uh, especially mountains and water, there's a change in contours. This change in contours creates different energy flows and um, and higher higher energy, which uh, enhances your mood, um, enhances your levels of um, happiness and overall harmony. And the second thing is the energies of the environment, understanding that you are one with your environment, whether that be indoors, outdoors, you're one with your environment, we're all vibrations, everything around you is vibrational. So um, just the awareness that if you give out good vibrations, you get good vibrations in return. And um, and I believe that giving out good good vibrations can also be like um, your mindset towards different things you have in your home. Like uh, if you give, you shouldn't have anything really in your house that you don't give good energy to. If if you have stuff in your in your home that you feel is stagnant or you don't look at it with a good attitude, just get that shit out of your house. You don't need it any longer. Life's too short. You don't need to be holding on or holding on to, to any shit that doesn't um, give you back good energy. And if you have stuff that you like but you feel like you haven't actually, like, give it any um, attention, you can do that and you can change the way you uh, the way you see things in your house and they'll give you back they'll give you back good energy sounds crazy to, to an average Joe but until you start applying it to your life it, everything sounds crazy all these ideas that I, I suppose I talk about on this podcast but um believe me it works and and then the last thing is just having an intention or a purpose so when you feel like you're living within uh, an environment um, where you feel is high in energy and you feel very comfortable within this environment you feel like your feng shui is good um, setting an intention which can affect career family relationships um, finances, everything, everything. It'll create just a po- an overall positive environment. Um, positive everything. Uh, and yeah, that's it, baby. Started playing that shit. And thank you for listening to another episode of The Rambler Gambler Show. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. When I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if moonshine don't kill me, I'll drink till I die. I'm a rambler, I'm a gambler, and I'm a long way from home. And if you don't like me, boys, leave me alone. I'll eat when I'm hungry and I'll drink when I'm dry. And if the moonshine don't kill me, I live till I die.